Hello, everyone, and welcome again to the secret location under the train station where the Strike a Pose Photo Booths podcast is being brought to you by me, Jim, tech manager for Strike a Pose Photo Booths. Before we begin this week, uh, something I want to talk about, and that is free templates from now until September 22nd. If you send an email to podcast at sappb.com and put in the subject line free templates, we will mail you a link to download two free template sets. These are custom templates. One is a basic screen with a uh, three-picture two-by-six strip, and the other is an Arizona-themed green screen. Uh, It's got six pictures to choose from, so it's a graphic list uh, template set. Uh, comes with a booth screen, and it comes with three templates, uh, two four-by-six. One is a three-picture, one is a single picture, and then, of course, a two-by-six strip with three pictures. So send us an email, again, podcast at sappb.com, and we will send you the link to download these. They are actual darkroom templates, so you'll just import them. Uh, Be sure to check the videos on importing templates. Uh, The video on moving templates from one computer to the next covers the import process. Very simple, very easy, and guaranteed nobody else is going to have these templates. Uh, They were made by yours truly. So go ahead and send us that email, podcast at sappb.com to get your link. And while you're listening, I would like to ask you if it's in iTunes, if it's in Stitcher, if it's on Google Play, wherever you're getting the podcast, if you have the opportunity, please go ahead and leave a review. We want to hear some feedback. We want to see what people are thinking on what's going on, either per episode or for the series. Would greatly appreciate that. Now, this week, we are going to be talking about templates in Darkroom. And we're going to start talking about the basic template selection that comes with it. And we're going to go all the way through to the more advanced uh, template processes. Now, the thing about templates is it's important to understand how they work. It's important to understand how to work with them. Knowing how to work with and create templates is basically paramount in your business. It's going to edge you over the competition it's going to help expand your brand later on. So it's really important that you master this, this basic skill. Templates are, after all, the real product of a photo booth. We have digital copies. We have Facebook posting, social media, things like that. But the printed strips are really the meat and potatoes of what a photo booth is about. And that is really the product that is being generated. So being able to alter that and take control of it is, is very valuable for you and uh, your future growth. And it's really only limited to your imagination on what you can do with them. So let's start out by talking about what comes with Darkroom, a number of templates. There's 30-odd templates for prints, and a lot of them have matching themed templates for the booth screen. The assortment that comes with Darkroom is pretty good. It's certainly enough to get you going and last you for quite a while. The beauty of the base templates is, number one, while you are getting going, they're there for you. Really, all you have to do is know how to change the text on the templates to personalize them for the event. After that, you can start expanding. You can start learn to add a logo to an existing template. A lot of places particularly business or country club 
uh, functions. They like to have their logo on there somewhere, and that's a pretty simple process. We have a lot of videos on all of this, on how to do it, which if you're beginning, that's your really, your first step is watching the videos and practicing. I've said it a few times here and there. It's just so important to get your arms around every component of the booth. And it's not going to happen all at once. It takes a little bit of time. And playing with templates is one of those, as you have a few moments, go ahead and sit down, start throwing some designs together, start adding things, removing things, moving things around, seeing how it works. It's literally a playground. That is how you're going to learn. Just remember, when you're playing with a template and you're modifying it, never hit the save button. If you come up with something that you think, hey, you know what, this is pretty good. It's a variation on what the original was, but I want to keep this. Always use the save as. Save as and then give it a different name. Because if you hit save, you're going to overwrite the original file. And if you're really messing around and just going hog wild, deleting things, and moving things, if you hit save, you're not going to have a starting point to get back to when you want to start again. Now with the standard darkroom templates, like I said, there's a lot of things to choose from. They have some for holidays. They have some for events. Uh, they have a couple that are themed uh, and the rest are, are just fairly basic that you can apply towards almost any event and make some changes to them. Learning how to work with these is going to give you a lot of skills that you're going to need to take forward into the more advanced features. Now, there will eventually come a time when you've gone through all the templates and uh, it could be because of just the kinds of uh, customers that you get. Uh, maybe it's mostly birthdays, mostly weddings. Uh, you know, if, if it's very heavy on a specific event, you might find yourself going through the templates and you modified them as much as you feel comfortable and you just want to move on. Well, there's a place you can go to find more templates for Darkroom and that is Darkroom's own template store. Darkroomtemplates.com is where I, the first place I recommend people go. Whether you're just beginning or you've been at this for a few years and you're looking to just update some templates. And if you're like me and you're not really uh, creative uh, in terms of design and drawing and you know coming up with things, this is an excellent place to start. The benefit of the store uh, from Darkroom is that when you purchase a template from there, when you download it, it is an actual Darkroom template file. You only have to import it into Darkroom and you're ready to go. Uh, the only thing you'll have to do is edit the text. You can still add logos, do things like that, but you have a ready-made file that's going to just expand your library and your offerings. And again, this is important if you want to you know, expand your catalog and you know, look at what the competition is doing. See what's happening around you. Are you offering things that are on par with them? Now you don't, you know, we're not going to get into the what's better, what's worse. But if someone has some really great old Western themed uh, templates, you might want to go look for some old Western themed templates just to stay competitive. If you have no cause for that, then don't worry about it. Don't look for it until it comes up and someone asks for it. That's fine. Like I said, the great thing is you just go online, purchase this template, import it into Darkroom, and you're ready to go. You're talking once you find what you're looking for, go through the purchase process. In five minutes, you're ready to go. So that's a really great place to start is darkroomtemplates.com. Now, doing all this should get you through many, 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 many months 
of running your booth. In fact, a couple years. Again, it depends on your market and it depends on what people are asking of you. So, you know, start with darkroomtemplates.com because for those who are just starting out and trying to get their hands wet and dirty with this, mixing everything up, uh, this is the best place to go. Now, if you're a more advanced booth operator and you know the editor inside and out, you have pushed, pulled, shoved, and added and removed every component from every template that you can, and it's time to expand. Again, start at darkroomtemplates.com, see what they have. There are plenty of places out there that you can look for templates. Now, these templates are going to be uh, emailed to you or downloaded in a zip file, which is a compressed file, and have anywhere from four to eight, sometimes 12 individual files that you are going to have to put together in a program like Photoshop. Now, last week, a video went up, a new training video on working with third-party graphic editors because Photoshop is not the only product out there. Uh, there are plenty of others, and I'm going to talk about a few of those right now. And essentially, if you're going to expand to uh, third-party templates, you're going to need to know how to operate the basics of these graphic editors. So there's Photoshop, which comes in a variety of flavors. Uh, they do have a $10 a month subscription through Adobe, where you get Photoshop in Lightroom. Even if you're not a photographer, that's the best deal, because uh, you're still getting Photoshop for about 10 bucks a month. The application-only option which means just Photoshop, is $20 a month. So it's better to go that Photoshop slash Lightroom option. There's also the $50 a month uh, all products option if you want to just go hog wild and you think you're going to use all that stuff. Now, if you're not looking for a subscription and you want something that's like a one-time purchase, Adobe also has Photoshop Elements, which is about $70. You buy it, you download it, and you're good to go. It works Basically the same as Photoshop, uh, has a lot less advanced features that you would likely never stumble upon, uh, not just for templates, but even as a photographer, there's so much in Photoshop I haven't even ventured into because there's just no need. So if you want something trim and a one-time purchase, Photoshop Elements by Adobe. There is a software program called GIMP. It's a terrible name, but it is GIMP. This is free. This is for Windows. It is a graphic editor. It's fairly powerful. It's kind of ugly, not gonna lie. Uh, doesn't look the best, but it gets the job done. There is Pixlr, which is a web-based editor. So you basically, through the browser, do your photo editing and everything. It's also free. Not as convenient if you don't have an internet connection, certainly, but again, it's a free option. Another free option is called paint.net. And this is actually software that you download. Uh, that's also free. It's very good, very highly recommended in the world of Windows. And again, there's also another paid application, Corel Paint Shop Pro, 70 bucks. Not bad. You know, it's about as good as Photoshop Elements. But for that same price, I would probably go for Elements more than the Corel Paint. And here's why. Once you get a hold of one of these applications, you're going to want to know how to use it. I will say Adobe, hands down, has the best training materials out there. They have tons of free tutorial videos about everything 
from basic introduction to all the way zeroing down to specific points of the software. And if you're on the subscription model, especially, you have access to all of this masterclass level stuff. And it, it's, it, it does come out to be a really good deal investment in your future because you're getting your product. With the subscription, it's always updated. And you have access to this wonderful training. Now, for everything else out there, you're going to have tons and tons of YouTube videos. There's no particular site that I could recommend. You basically, if you download GIMP, you would go in to Google and type uh, how to use GIMP or GIMP tutorials, and you're going to get a ton of videos on all kinds of aspects of the software, whether it is a general walkthrough tutorial or just even as basic as well how to open files in GIMP. They're all out there. So these things are going to help weigh on your decision on what's the best for you. It really, really comes down to what you're looking for. Once you have one of these pieces of software and you've gone through and at least learned the basics on how to open them, how to open multiple files and stack them on top of each other, because some of these templates, when you buy them from these websites, like I said, there's several files. So it's a JPEG that goes on the bottom. And then just like in the darkroom template editor, you need to add things in layers. So you have to add another uh, picture as a layer and maybe one on top of that. And those three together create the base template. And then from there, you save that as a JPEG, create a template in Darkroom, click Add Artwork, add your JPEG, and there you go. Again, that is uh, illustrated in the video, uh, third-party graphic editors in Darkroom. I recommend you look at that so that you get a sense visually of what it's going to take to work with these particular templates from these companies. In the episode description, there's going to be a link to a PDF you can download that's going to have uh, some of the software uh, that I just talked about listed. And it's going to have a link of template sites. These are sites that I've gone to and looked at, and they're pretty good. They offer a wide variety of things. Some are very specific. There's one uh, that is just sports, all manner of sports kinds of like uh, collector's card looking templates, things like that. Uh, others are very general. So you get a search on you know, wedding, birthday, certain kind of theme, any kind of particular item, cowbells, if you want. Uh, you have to search on it and see what they have. One thing to remember is when you're going out to these sites, because you can just go out and again, do a search on dark, uh, photo booth templates and you're going to get a lot of places come up. The thing you need to be aware of is look at the website and make sure you're on a legitimate site, which means if it just seems really weird, if there's a lot of pop-ups, a lot of ads, a lot of busy, busy things going on um, around the edges and things like that, you're going to want to not shop at that site. There's a lot of websites out there that uh, snatch files from other sites and or link to them. And they're not bad. I just don't trust anything that doesn't look good. So if it looks like a professional site and it has a shopping cart and uh, everything looks good, then certainly, you know, browse around and see what they have. Again, starting with the sites that are going to be on that document that you can download, it will give you a really good base on where to start looking for your templates. Again, these are going to come down in multiple files and you're going to want to use a graphic editor to piece them together and put them in Darkroom. And I can't stress it enough. Again, watch the third-party graphic editors in Darkroom video so you can get a sense of what's going to be involved. 
and uh, if you get Adobe or whatever, watch a few tutorial videos uh, that they offer and get familiar with the software. Now this may seem like a lot to do for something so simple as a photo booth, but again, the photo strips really are the base product that you're offering people. So it makes sense to expand that product. If you sell one type of sneaker, that's great. What's better is two kinds of sneakers. What's better than two? Four sets of sneakers. Anytime you can expand, that gives you at least, at the very minimum, keeps you in competition with your competitors, and more often than that will bounce you ahead once you start to grow. And the nice thing about growing is you start to learn to expand on your capabilities, and you can use those capabilities to help further develop your brand. So one day, it may very well be possible you stop shopping at template stores. You're going to build your own templates. You might have to go out and get some graphics, because again, if you're like me, you've got to rely on the graphic artists to create them. But you can go out and buy graphics and license them for use with your templates and then just go crazy with them and create your own very specific brand to which no one will be able to compare. And that's kind of the goal in the long run. It's not a difficult thing to do. Uh, it takes time. It takes a little commitment. But, you know, it's a business, so you should be able to wrangle that together and really build on your template skills and creativity, and pretty soon before you know it, your library is going to be expansive and look nothing like anyone else's. Well, that's going to do it for this episode in terms of the templates. Uh, again, to summarize, if you're just starting out, master the basic editing of the templates that come with Darkroom. There's a lot of them. You should be able to find something that will fit your events, learn to change the text, put on the names and the dates, and that's going to get you rolling. As time goes on, put some effort into expanding your library with additional templates and learn to use the third-party graphic editors sometime down the road so that you can really start pushing things out and really develop your brand and really stand apart from the competition. Now, speaking of Darkroom, one thing I want to talk about is it's not really a great feature that we're going to go over quick, but it's a staple of what Darkroom is, and that is event management. Every time you start Darkroom, you look on the left side, and it's your list of events. When you get your booth, the software comes with a few pre-configured events from Darkroom as examples on how it works. I can't stress enough how important it is to really master event management. And basically, what that is, is anytime you have an event, you want to create its own entry. You don't ever want to use, like, Photo Booth and then do 30 events with just that Photo Booth event. Because if you do that, what's going to happen is, is you're going to end up with a plethora of pictures under that one event. And you're not going to be able to tell one sitting from the next. So you're going to have pictures from back in last year's Halloween, uh, in this year's Thanksgiving, and everything in between. Event management is a pretty simple thing. Again, we have a, a, a specific video on how to use it. It's a very short video because it's not a really long process. Anytime you want to do an event, the event you just did that you set up for with your template, with all the settings and everything, really all you have to do is highlight that event, go up to the top where it says events, click the little down triangle, and choose duplicate event. What it's going to do is it's going to create that same event with the same name. It'll put a number one after it. All you have to do is double click on that event, a little naming window pops up, and give it its own name. Hit OK. Now you have all of your important settings carried over into that duplicate event. 
And from here, you can go ahead and choose the template and make whatever changes you want in terms of the output and things like that for that particular event. After a while, you're going to have a long list of events. And that's important because every time you have an event highlighted, all of the images from that event are stored in that uh, event listing. So if you start at the top of the list and go to the prints tab and then choose events all the way down, you're going to see that they all have their own collection of prints. That's really important to stay organized, uh, especially if down the road you need to offer some physical prints or someone wants to buy more physical prints. Uh, it's just so much easier to highlight an event, select all the prints, hit reprint, and off you go. But even more than that, what it does is it allows you to just keep track of, it's like a filing system, keep track of all of your events so that you can look through, depending how you name them. I usually recommend uh, the event name and then the date and uh, go ahead and go through and see the things that you've done. You can visually see your history of events. What do you do more of? What do they often look like? How many average photos do you have? Things like that. So it's just a really good way to keep things organized within the software and just, again, for you. Event management uh, is a video that we have on our training site. I highly suggest watching it, even if it's just a refresher, uh, if you haven't been to it yet. And if you haven't been doing event management, uh, again, I recommend we do it because it's just going to help you in the long run. All right, so thanks again for listening. Send us an email, podcast at sappb.com. Put free templates in the subject line. And you will get a link to download some free templates courtesy of Strike Post Photo Booths. And also, I want to mention our Facebook page, our Facebook private group, uh, the Strike Team. If you would like to become a member of that, send us an email just asking and say, hey, I would like to become a member of your Facebook group. Uh, it's an excellent group. It's fellow Strike Oppose users. Uh, you can talk about templates, you can talk about events, different tips, things like that, uh, get assistance. Um, Again, go ahead and send us a message and we will get you joined to that Facebook group. All right. So until next week, this has been Jim. I am wishing you happy boothing and I will talk to you soon. Mm -hmm.